Slice Audio. The Book of Murdoch Podcast. Listen to me, bitch, bitch, bitch. Happy New Year, friends. Season five. Welcome to it. <laughs> you said I look like you had to do really I'm almost sure that's true. <laughs> I think this is season five. Get Sean to fact check that. Well, I mean, it's really season 20 or whatever in the various instances. But I think in this version, sure, would, that I believe is sticking. Like this is the, this is if you don't like this version of it and you miss the old version of it, you gotta go find something else. Um, well, happy New Year, buddy. Hey, yeah, thank you. Are you a resolution guy? No, you don't have any. Uh, I don't do those either. I'm I meditate around some goals around my birthday. That's what I do, which is coming up. So I've been thinking about the topics. <laughs> gonna... You don't do a. You don't do a. No, I think that's ridiculous. I don't know if it's ridiculous. I kind of like it. I I like it in spirit. You know what I mean? I don't, I'm not the, he, shh, you know what I mean? Like, I don't give a fuck about your social media posts about it, generally. I say, which is ironic as I sit here speaking to strangers <laughs> sure. in a microphone, right? But like, I don't know. It's nice. For Monday, I start a new resolution. I'm going to start again <laughs> on Monday. <laughs> That's my resolution. I have, I have, I, I, again, it's not resolutions, but like, you know, one of my, I, I try to work on like the goals this year, okay, and then long termer, sure. You know, three, five, ten. What's your short term goal? Uh, I don't know if I have them all nailed down yet. One of them is listening more, interrupting less, just in general, okay. Re- reacting on my timetable instead of just telling you immediately what I think. <laughs> <laughs> Now, early prediction, I don't believe I'll often change my mind, but I believe if I shut the fuck up a second, I can talk you into it better. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, you know, a little selfish. No, no, everything's... The problem with everything going wonderful is it's hard to, like... (laughs) <laughs> chain yourself sure. you know what i mean I, most of my motivations for change have always historically been wrapped around disasters mm-hmm. i don't think that's a healthy way to affect change so so one of the goals i'm maybe leaning towards is like affecting change before you know what i mean like not necessarily instead of being reactionary you need to be a little i didn't tr- try to get healthy at all until i hit 300 pounds a few years back Certainly, there's a parachute you can find before 300. And if you take that <laughs> example and you apply it to other aspects, sure, you know, that's fair. God, I sound like you know what I mean, like these life coachy dipshits. <laughs> you sound like all the Facebook posts. That God, are there. <laughs> did you do anything for New Year's? What time did you did you ring in New Year's? No, I haven't done that in years either. It's the last time you. What was it when 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 my body man was wild? What was your like? Oh, twenty years ago. Yeah, but like, what was what was a what was the what was the boot standard? Hill. Oh, go to the boot hill. Yeah, the boot hill is the cowboy bar. <laughs> was or was yeah. This year, I got invited to a friend's house and we watched the football game. Like, what football game? They had Sunday night football. I kind of forgot it was still Sunday regular. Oh yeah, the Packers Vikings game. Yeah, I saw that in the hotel bar I was at. And that was the most excitement I think I had. I noticed that I liked watching. I like watching football fans watch football more than I like watching football. <laughs> Not right. like I'm staring at them like weirdos, but like I was in a hotel bar watching Packers fans enjoy the game. I thought I was, oh, it they was were nice. really enjoying that game. <laughs> yeah, or they were winning. I think yeah. Um, I made it to midnight for the first time in a while. Did you purposely try and make it? Or yeah, well, yeah, like... we did. There was a concert, you know. So, oh, so yeah. I was out at the at the box, dropping the box, dropping box. That was the hashtag <laughs> I wanted them to do. The whole this is going to be inside baseball. To most of this, if you're not from here, you won't give a shit. The venue is called the box. Mm-hmm. The band that was playing is called Pop Rocks. The event was Rock the Box, and I and I wanted the hashtag to be dropping box. I, actually, I realize what your mind is saying. That's why I think it worked. I made a note about this because I noticed after the football game on regular TV 
they had an ad saying, get your tickets now for Pop Rocks. And, and I'm like, boy, this seems uh, awful late in the game to be buying your tickets. Cutting, it, cutting it a little close. So I'm, I was going to say, hey, maybe you should talk to whoever bought that advertising package and say, hey, maybe you shouldn't play it an hour usually before Usually you get that stuff kind of thrown in. That probably How that usually works. But yeah, although there's a bunch of people that are like devil's advocate, though, may you who hate New Year's Eve, probably in general, I know well, <laughs> I, I couldn't pay you to go out on New Year's Eve. Right. Oh, yeah. You could pay me to do it. Sure. But I would have to pay you to go out. Right. <laughs> yeah. OK. Not every you know, some people certainly 20 years younger. They want to go rock some box, as it were, <laughs> or get their box rocked. I just can't imagine them watching network TV at that time and thinking, no, <laughs> maybe we New should Year's go. Eve is actually one of the highest. New, is it really? Yeah, because people check in on the countdown. Oh, and, sure. You know what I mean? There's that makes sense. Anytime. Oh, well, we're going to talk a little marketing before we get into the show. Did I start the show? Yeah, I started the show. Um, <laughs> live events are still pretty good buys for network television here as we talk do a lot of digital stuff, et cetera. Because it's like when eyeballs are glued to it, even if you're at the bar and it, okay. or, a, or a, you know, anywhere there's a tea at the gas station, you know what I mean? You'll look because it's New Year's Eve. And they do the, yeah, Anderson Cooper does a countdown and Seacrest still does Seacrest. one, I think. And, I got you know a story mean? about that, too. About Seacrest? Yeah. You just want to get after it? <laughs> we, well, we Doing can. some early news. I don't like that one. Anyway, so. Not really breaking news with Dean. And because I haven't watched their countdown, it's the Dick Clark. They still rocking the, New Year's Eve. Yeah, hosted by Brian Seacrest. Seacrest took over, which I think is great. I mean, Who else? He's the natural. Oh no, I mean he's definitely for that. But during that, apparently they've done this for two years now. North Carolina woman rung in the New Year is the first Powerball millionaire. So what they did is they took all these people their second chance drawings for Powerball. Okay. She won a second chance. They flew him to New York for the Dick Clark's Rockin' New Year's Eve with Ryan Seacrest. They got them all up there, and when the bell dropped, they said, all right, and they picked a winner, and they won a million bucks. Like lie, like they were? Yeah. I, you know, I don't want to be videotaped winning a million dollars. I wouldn't want to be videotaped losing a million dollars. Yeah. <laughs> Some real Hunger games about that, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I mean, I you know, cool, good for them. Million bucks can't do much with a million bucks anymore. Buy a house. That's what she's gonna do. That's go. You know what? That's your foundation, and that's a cash-free, unfuck-upable foundation. And it's not so much money that like it'll ruin you. You know what I mean? North Carolina rates are a little cheaper. You still got work though. You're (laughs) a million bucks. Yeah, you're not retiring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's about that's about the right amount if you're gonna win the lottery. Because now you're gravy. Now you got you still got you got can't be an asshole, and your family can't steal everything from you because you didn't get that much. You're gonna have to invite them over for Christmas next year. I'd still, you know, I'd rather risk it. I always, I everybody thinks this about themselves, but like, I feel like I can handle eighty million bucks and not fuck it up. I feel like I can fuck a lot of things up for eighty million bucks. <laughs> um, no, no, when you said Seacrest, I just had saw that. I just didn't realize they would do Good that for that woman. Yeah, you got you got to vet them people too. If you got to fly them in, like nowadays, you can't just fly a stranger. In the it, think about if you're if you put on if you ever want to put on a contest here's some things you have to think about right oh we're gonna fly people to New York blah 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 cool every like <laughs> the Google searches on all them winners go up eighty bajillion percent and like if they've touched a kid or robbed a bank or robbed a liquor store or like got fired for looking at porn at work you, now now you get shit for it like it's the like it's their yeah. fault. <laughs> Hey, listen, just as a thing, right? Like if I, let's say, in, let's say I robbed a bank. Let's say I robbed a liquor store, Dean. Okay. Okay. And that, and like in a small town that would get out in my community. It would turn out like if I, if I got caught robbing a liquor store, dare I say, might make the news. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> <laughs> you know what I wouldn't do then? Try to win a million dollars on television. <laughs> Or fuck it, maybe you would, right? Maybe you're like through it. It depends on the crime. You touch a kid, you can't win anything. If you're real, if you're real evil, you know what I mean. If you're in the segment, <laughs> if you're in the evil quadrant of like pedophile, rapist, white et color versus blue color, yeah, 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 okay. But like tax evasion, you could still try and win. Well, even even not probably aggravated assault. You sure. know what I mean? But like 
you're you, i'm trying to think of where the line is right like <laughs> don't, don't i don't think, think you do, i know right i think any answer is gonna get me in trouble <laughs> he said you could beat his wife and win no um i oh you know what i saw i thought we should do everybody you know so that it's the fad i'm seeing this as a fad it's is what's in and what's out are you seeing that like out for 2023 and yeah. in for 2024 yeah I haven't really been online for the last four days, so. Oh, good for you. Yeah. I saw, was it maybe on the Washington Post style section? I'm a Washington Post guy. And they were, and it they was like. They got a paywall. I don't get to see what's in and, and What's in and what's out. I, I, and hold on. Let me pull it up. Um, like fashion trends well, or just. Everything. Everything. Whatever you feel like being out. What's in and out. For to the, here's the list of what's according to uh, the Washington Post style section. I don't know if that means anything to any of you people. Um, okay. Out. Pregnancy announcements. Oh, yeah. In. Baby reveals. Uh, I'd, the baby Fucking reveal, out on all yeah. that. <laughs> that Get your ugly babies off face. That's the, oh my God. Your babies are ugly until they're like two. Maybe they're not. Maybe you have the Gerber baby. We're at six weeks after all the goo and shit is off it, and it looks pretty. But, like, babies are ugly. <laughs> babies aren't cute. Babies are ugly until they're toddlers. And some of them are not good. <laughs> um, out, energy healers. In, psychic therapists. And that seems like both of those should be out, too. No, I believe we have a therapy crisis in this country. I don't think we have enough good therapists for, you know. I don't think what they're talking about is an actual therapist. Psych oh, psychic therapists. It's still therapy. It's better than, hey, listen, man, it's a step up. It's not, right, it's not essential oils and fucking horse medication or whatever. You know what I mean? Um, out, chartreuse, in, so tall. I'm assuming those are colors? Uh, chartreuse is a color. Is like it's like a it's like a is that what the printer needs to make? Copies? Yeah, it's like cyan, it's like blue, it's like a bluish. So tall, I don't know. It says it's a drink. So tall is a distilled spirit from the uh, northern Mexico desert. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Um. Out here's a South Dakota lot. Out Nikki for president. In Christie for vice president, according to the Washington Post. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> um, out hard launches in soft failures okay i i can kind of see that let's see it already um out lo-fi this is music yeah in jazz we gotta bring back michael goodroad there's a dude who used to work here same as michael goodroad Back in the day. So, okay. So, like, there used to be this legendary, maybe I, it's on there as far as, like, think of legendary rock radio stations, mm -hmm. right? Rocky New York, WNEW is on that list, KROQ. In the, in the 80s, 90s, one of those stations was out in the middle of nowhere out here called K-Sky. And Michael Goodroad was a sales guy. And he's the most cultured dude in South Dakota. With them, he's the most interesting man South Dakota's ever. Was bred. he doing sales before he did his radio show? I Maybe I'm not sure, but like he would do this jazz show. He would come in. He just loved jazz. And he still does. And he knows he's everything been, about it. He traveled to Cuba mm -hmm. for the jazz. Oh yeah. I had dinner with him, and I just spent two hours listening to what like there's a whole thing, and because of the revolution and blah blah blah, and here's how it affected the jazz music. I mean, he is. He's so cool. Do you know what he used to do before he got here in South Dakota? A lot of different things. He drove a cab. Yeah, he's a cabbie in, in New York. He's been, you know, he did last year he was in India, London, Scotland. Everywhere. Somewhere else. Every time I see him, he's just back from and he's like a seventy something year old dude. Yeah. He's he's he was my nudge into yoga. Yeah, he did that. Yeah. I think still he still does. does. It. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um out prebiotic soda in virgin white claw oh yeah the mocktails are a coming i can say isn't that just still soda the then at drinking that point? industry is under attack 
because it is getting it is in these younger kids it is becoming cool cooler and cooler to be california sober you smoke weed or you know snort fentanyl but you don't apparently don't drink or whatever i'm not sure how it works i'm so old trying to explain this but like mocktails you know if you're i i can relate to this a little because i you know went without the drinking for a sure. number of months and but i mean apparently it, it was it got to be a pain in the ass where i'm like no i'm good and like you know i didn't realize at the time that like 40 percent of my meetings you had i just didn't explain you know what i mean i like three days in a row i'm like well nothing's wrong i don't have to go to court or anything i'm just you know what i mean i think right. i'm 18 percent depressed when i have three drinks a day or whatever I fuck it was exhausting. I felt like I was in a confessional to the point where I would go to bartenders and like servers and be like, listen, sure. club soda, put a lime in it. No one's going to know, but I don't want to have to fucking do the thing. You know what I mean? That's why I'm at Murphy's all the time because their staff was cool about it. You need to have one of those cards like a deaf person has. You can that, hand but it to I should, them. It's not a fucking handicap. Right? That's my point. Well, you could just say, and then that way you can be discreet and like just serve me stuff mm. without alcohol in it. But that makes me feel like I did something wrong. Yeah, sometimes you have to do that for the buy. No, fuck <laughs> that. That's why I'm talking about this. <laughs> All right. Um. Anyways, the alcohol industry is under. You know what I mean? I have the fix. I know what'll do it. Nothing. You do absolutely nothing. Okay. We don't make people hook up. You don't smoke a J and all of a sudden just decide that you think Ted's a dipshit. It, but you'll fuck him anyway. All it does is be like, tons of dipshit, and I'm, now I'm stoned. Like, the we all isolated. The world, not here. We didn't do, none of this applied to South Dakota. So think about the world, okay? Or think about United States. And during COVID, everybody isolated. And then, and, and we shuttered in all these kids into houses and apartments and complexes and just gave them a laptop. And now they don't know how to talk to anybody. And now you go to the bars and you see these pods of people and they're like socially stupid. Because, you know what I mean? And all beer has to do is just patiently wait for America to remind itself <laughs> that after you have three beers, you'll probably hit on her. And after three beers, she'll stop being so picky that you're a dipshit. This will fix itself. I hate that they call it a virgin white claw. I mean, which is just carbonated flavored water. I ha- which they already I, have. No, I, oh, yeah, but, the, but they're not cool. You know what I mean? It's all they logos. Don't, all this is, you okay, quit quit trying to be right for a second. <laughs> and just think about this. Okay. The bar industry mm-hmm. don't want to lose them people. No. So you got to have something, you know what I mean? So dudes can have two beers and hit on the sober chick. <laughs> Remember when the frat in the Texas bought like six cases of or pallets of White Claw because they were running out? That's how popular it was at one time. It's still that popular. High Noon's the new White Claw. Out, White Claw. <laughs> In, High Noon. High noon. Okay. Um, okay. Out, shopping on TikTok. In, shopping on Yaysay. I don't know what that is. Let's Google Yaysay. Yaysay, get ready to win at shopping. Unlock access to your favorite luxury fashion brands, uh, no, that sounds like something that is not for me. <laughs> Great. Now it's going to be on this computer. Out. <laughs> out. Ketamine. In. DMT. Well. Okay, what's DMT? DMT is dihoxylmethy oh, something. Yeah, okay. yeah. It's the, it's the, it's speculated as the thing that like made us invent language. Right. You know, it's the, whatever the Joe Rogan fans think they need to take <laughs> so they'll stop being shitbags. I don't <laughs> I don't know. It's like toad venom, Dean. Right. Okay. I don't know. There's in and out. Out and in. Out What's and your in. out? Give me an out. What's out? Uh, God, you put me on the spot. I can't think of anything. Out. Martini fat season. In. If it was up to me, everything would be out. <laughs> Get off my lawn. <laughs> out. Gentle parenting. In. Benign neglect. That's what I was raised with. I turned out pretty awesome. It worked for me. Just a little bit of benign neglect is exactly what a kid needs once in a fucking while. 
Um, all right. Back to the news. Oh, all right. That's what we were doing. Uh, <laughs> Not really breaking news with Dean. As people around the world counted down to midnight to hospitals in Boston, welcomed the first three babies of 2024, all girls, born exactly at midnight. Wow. Apparently, that's such a big deal that they have a whole team that calls the other hospitals to see when the kids are born so they can see if they're the first. For a while, I was trying to, I was hoping, you know, you got to remember, I was... <laughs> you know maybe 20 just turned 21 when i found out i was going to be a father but i was doing the math in my head quick and when i was found out they're twins and i'm like oh shit maybe they'll win the thing and this will take care of this problem won't be a problem and then i did the math for a second they were born in september by the way and I was, damn it it's not gonna work um what else we got this was have you ever heard of oh, what do they call it cyber kidnapping Cyber kid is yes. Okay, here's my guess. Oh shit, Dean. Okay, so like there are games like Second Life, right? Where you where you have a whole or like when name a popular new multiplayer game now. One of these games, Fortnite or something, where you have a character Mm -hmm. and they collect levels and accessories and you and you build a personality around it, and then you get hacked and someone takes that character. And it fucks up some people so bad they will pay hard cash to get that character back. That sounds like a real thing, but that's not what this one is. Oh, damn it. <laughs> I actually want to delve into that part of it. You, Do, you know how I know this? Back in like 2003, I remember doing a story about it because some, uh, some, some, it's not funny, some kid blew his brains out because, because someone stole his fucking. He invested all his life into this his thing. Entire, he would spend 20 hours a day playing yeah. it. His entire world was it. And somebody hacked him, and he got so despondent. It's not funny. It's awful. So what it is is a Chinese foreign exchange student in Utah was found alone scared in a tent in the mountains in the frigid temperatures. His parents are, of course, abroad. He's a foreign exchange student. And he was a what they called cyber kidnapped. The kidnappers... Basically told him, we're going to hurt the parents if you don't do this. Oh, shit. The parents are like, we've done something with the kid. And basically his kid through FaceTime and Skype and stuff would have to send these videos of him not being around anyone. Sounds like a movie. Yeah. Like he was afraid the parents were going to get Jason Statham? No, he had to be be high on crank. That was that Jason Statham movie. That's That's not the same thing. Wait a minute. You can't text mom and dad? That was one of those, like, we'll kill your parents if you try and contact them kind of thing. And, of course, he's abroad. He's mm. He doesn't know. Oh, God, that's awful. So when they found him, they basically pulled him out of the tent and said, you're safe now. Your parents are safe. But this is after about $80,000 had been transferred. How'd that kid find eighty grand? The parents did that to save the kid. The kid. Oh, yeah. okay. Sure, sure, sure. That's just not a kidnapping unless there's some ransom. I forgot about the other half. But there was no actual person there. They, they just, via cyber, they would, like, hey, do this and this. So or some dude in Russia or yeah. North Korea or wherever, that's to make it an easy movie bad guy, they contact both the kid mm-hmm. and the parents right. separately. Yes. And, and, and then fuck with them. Yes. Wow. To the tune of $80,000. Cyber kidnapping. Oh, that makes me feel awful. Jesus, Dean. Oh, speaking of, that makes me think, I have something for you. Hold on, hold on. I had this made. Ready? Who died? Who died? It's time to play Who Died? Donut! Who died? Um, I didn't see anyone for the new year. God damn it, Dean. Come on. That was the whole bit. Well, you should have mentioned that before we got in here. That was the part of I wanted to surprise you. There was, uh, oh, um. Damn it. This always times out. Ah, oh, I was trying to think. No, there's someone that had died that was. I ain't bombed a bit on this thing for yeah. a while. That sounds awesome. That's how I know I'm alive. That feels good. Some actor somewhere. That's okay. That's we'll get who died next time. <clears throat> who died? <laughs> Tesla sales have jumped during the last three months. It's pretty good. <laughs> I liked it. It was good. I like, you know, the simplicity of it is what 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 I like. You know. Who died? Who died? It's time to play Who Died. 
Tesla sales jumped during the last three months of 2023 after the car maker slashed its prices. Customers rushed, of course, to take. I didn't say he slashed his prices. Yeah. Why? Because the, he's not selling enough Teslas. Oh, like to in order to gain some short-term revenue, there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, who would have thunk slash prices on something expensive that people might want to go? Well, does that sound like it, okay? Here's my question though: Is it because it shits on fire, or is it like cell phones do that too? After the fourth iPhone, they get a little cheaper. That's true. You know what I mean? I think it's not always. It, you know, Elon Musk is the devil. He had the stranglehold on, of course, electric vehicles, but Toyota. Uh, what was the other ones? Hyundai. General Motors, they're all introducing their electric vehicles. Everybody in the club going electric. Plus, you get the big tax breaks, which in states like California aren't going to happen after 2024. You won't get the big tax breaks. Oh, so it's like you got to get your car now for the tax break or it don't. Well, don't they always say that every year and then they extend it? Maybe. I don't know. You know what I mean? I've been hearing this about solar panels. Like, oh, you better hurry. Otherwise, you ain't going to get the tax, blah, blah, blah. I want some solar panels. You do want some solar panels? Where I live at? Yeah, that'd be handy. All right. Well, I'm getting. I'm working on getting you chair yoga, so one step Yay! at a time. I'll do the chair yoga. <laughs> I have to go back to a yoga class. I ain't been in three weeks. I noticed that during my break. That I have I, I, my my I I'm old enough to finally be have a mag a radar where I can tell you didn't do something. No, my mood is bad. That's what I mean. You didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You haven't done it. Like so, you know what I mean. Yeah. I've I've heard you, you ever heard somebody talk about a runner's high? I want to slap them because I'm like that's made up. You're making that up. You're just, you're like so you're like a Christian who don't really believe it. You're selling it too hard. Runner's high. Shut up. No one loves running. May, maybe I believe in a not a yoga high, but a, you know what I mean. A personality effect in that yeah. short of a time. Can't believe I noticed it. Let's see here. What we got. Lake Superior State University released banished words, uh, according to their Upper Peninsula School. The banished words list is a compilation of certain words that are often misused or reused or have lost their meaning over the past year. Give me the words. Who died? What words died? <laughs> hack. You can't say hack anymore? They, they say that's one of those. Yeah. This, this How else am I going to describe uh, morning <laughs> radio DJs, in the afternoon. bad comics? There's all kinds of shit. Uh, impact, Riz. No, we just got Riz. We just Riz is like it's not. Riz is not a one-hit wonder. Riz, Riz is got stick around. Oh, Riz is out, huh? Yeah. According to who? What do these dorks know? <laughs> There's, I don't know. They're... Riz hasn't even hit my mom yet. Riz ain't done. Slay. That's I, fine. Iconic. Slay can go. Iconic is out too. Mm-hmm. Can't say iconic. No, no, think shit ain't iconic anymore. Cringeworthy. I'm fine with that. That feels like that can go. Side hustle. Oh, yeah. That's going to take care of itself, though, because all that really meant is you'd like to scroll on social media and not do any work. <laughs> and eventually, everyone's going to figure out that it, that, that, don't, that don't make any money. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. There used to be, you used to have to sing and dance. I believe we're going to get back into a period where you have to sing and dance. I think that's a good thing. You better hope so. We work at a company where we make shit for a living, mm-hmm. and we're staking our claim at being good enough to ride out this wave of horseshit that we're about to have to wade through. Everybody's friend. Every I, I'm talk. I'm thinking of the dude right now. Dude lost fifty pounds. Started a health and clean eating podcast. No education. No nothing. Just because he lost fifty pounds. Yeah. There's. I could think of five of them guys. Now a couple of them are good at it, and I. You know what I mean. Have license. Sure. <laughs> a couple of them. Most trustworthy companies in the world. It's part of uh, a study done, a new study uh, from Ooh, Newsweek. Who are the most trustworthy companies in the world? Let well, me guess. They had you know what one I find in the world comforting? And one in the U- or a couple in the U.S. Oh, Jack Daniels is comforting. You know what it is. Ain't going anywhere. It's perfectly curated. I don't see it on the list. Probably not what they But meant. they didn't put a full list no, on it. It's probably like Gerber babies and that bullshit. Uh, no, that's exactly right. Yeah. We have Hershey Company, Kellogg Company. Sure. Campbell's. They're Street still Company. riding on that, you know, the the best ad of no ad bullshit. General Mills. General Mills, really? Isn't General Mills part of a giant? You're just rattling off parts of Procter and Gamble. This is an ad. Who wrote this? <laughs> this was the, from Newsweek. <laughs> Which is probably owned by the same company. 
<laughs> General Mills. Like when we run shit for the loud American. <laughs> they listed number one as Odogagi. Odo, 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 Odogi. Uh, in Asia makes curry, oh, fuck, ketchup, you see that, mayo. see that, see that, see that earthquake. Oh, yeah, big one in Japan. Dude, you know, okay, I know you're not a TikToker, but like seconds after that earthquake is happening, I'm watching TikToks of like sidewalks shuffle and, and like water. And it, sure. it was amazing. I, I, only in the fact that like, I mean it in this way. Everyone's like, you shouldn't be on TikTok, you shouldn't be on blah, blah, blah. Dude. Mm-hmm. Five minutes after a seven point whatever earthquake was happening, I was watching footage of it. Now I'm that's not news. Everyone's got to learn yeah. that's live footage out of context, so you can't take. You have to Google all of it. Some right? kid had his phone out and caught it as it caught happened. it. There's people just like twitching. You know, the Japanese like play video games. They're, you know what I mean? Like that. They're they're mm-hmm. ahead. Like we're heading in that same way they are. Where now they're adults who were gamers still game. Right? Like that's more in, involved in the Japanese culture. So millions of people were just fucking streaming, mm-hmm. and this earthquake happens. It was insane. They're gonna the the amount of data you'll be able to collect out of this stuff. It was mind blowing to me. There's no, you know what I mean. If you're like, well, you shouldn't be on TikTok because of China. Good luck <laughs> compete. That's what you're competing against. I agree, but good luck. Yeah. Remember that uh, Diamond Park in Arkansas? The Diamond Park. The what? There's a. St- the state park in Arkansas, they have... They have diamonds? Yeah. And you can just, like, if you find one, you can just take it. It's like... Oh. Yeah, vaguely. So I think last year I had said something. Somebody back. found... This is what I remember. Some ding-a-ling that was looking for a free diamond yanked a diamond under there that mm-hmm. was turned out be worth a shit ton of money. Yeah. Which I believe they planted as a great <laughs> ad because how do you get everyone to come to your diamond? You know where the state record walleye was caught in uh, South Dakota? No. Akaska, South Dakota. There ain't eight hotel rooms in Akaska, South Dakota. They could charge a million bucks for them now. It's sold out forever. So, like, once in a while, you just go get a big-ass fish somewhere. Well, you know what I mean? You can, you can, it's that simple. Tourism must be down because someone else found a bigger diamond. Uh, worth more money. Yeah, worth more money. I'm not saying this doesn't just naturally exist. I don't mean to be such a hater about it. Good for them. It just seems weird at a state park. I mean, you can't go pluck a flower out of the state park here. And they're letting you pick diamonds out of this other one? They would if they could monetize it. <laughs> I don't mean that as shitty as that probably sounded. I mean, I would. <laughs> in, a, in a way, you know. <laughs> uh, what else we got here? I'm still on the crown. I'm still, I, I, I took that in over the holiday break. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. My d- dude, you want to see my look at what season are you on? Finish. I'm done. Oh, through it. Yeah, I took it all you in. Powered it through. As more, I lost interest in the Diana stuff, mostly because I lived through it. I care about it less. Sure. It, 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 not that I don't find her interesting, but like I, I'm, it's just not the part of the monarchy I'm appealing to right now. But, but like my Wikipedias are getting real like I'm down to like the League of the Three Emperors. <laughs> out of the out of some of the some of the czar of russia stuff um i also started listening to two different audiobooks so you start so like you know the crown if you go all the way if you keep going back maybe starts at like you know william or edward or one of the conqueror you know what i mean okay and the, but like right now in the middle of alfred the great okay or it's, that's fuck that's a i don't know where, where am i at 800 bc or I'm sorry, AD. I'm back and like just taking it in, audiobooks and all. It was a little dry. <laughs> I'll admit, I have to take breaks and watch. I had to, I had to like s- throw in an episode of Breaking Bad because I needed, just needed some momentum. <laughs> <A palate> cleanser. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but then I noticed I watched, I was rewatching Breaking Bad, and it, um, I don't know, maybe I'm just becoming a pussy, but like I can't watch three episodes of violent methamphetamine stuff. It just bums me out. See, that seemed like a show I'd want to go back and watch, and I have no desire to go back and watch it again. I find it hard to binge because it puts you in a in a state of constant ah, and I you know which was is what makes it great, but it's an it's an argument for appointment driven viewing. It's back to bit like in the old days when it was like must see TV yeah. Thursday at whatever, because it, it couple things it. I believe you. I needed six days in between 
violent methamphetamine <laughs> deaths. You know what I mean? It was good for you. I just <laughs> four hours of blue methamphetamine. Shit. God, I sound like Fred Deutsch. You might have fun with this one. A pastor's recent trip to McDonald's in North Carolina ended in his arrest as he attacked one of his wife's co-workers, threatening to put his head in the deep fire. Jeez. The pastor? Yeah. So his wife was training to be a manager at this McDonald's, and she called him and said, like, they're being mean to me. He came down and basically started throwing hands. I also listed him as a truck driver. Oh. Well, I mean, those churches exist. Yeah. Now this whole thing makes sense. <laughs> I immediately, the movie scene just swapped in my head. Because it was the South, yeah? Yeah, North so, Carolina. Okay. So, I, you know, Southern Baptist, I think of a, you know, black dude, and he's really, you know what I mean? He's, he's like, charming and loud, and he's, you know, didn't, didn't mean anything by the threat, et cetera. Nope. As soon as you said trucker, it automatically switched into a different part of the South, where it all of a sudden... Now we're all watching the same movie. Yeah. You can't stick your hands in a deep fryer while you're trying to drown somebody in that. that oh, yeah. That doesn't work, hands. does it? Hmm. <laughs> Jesus, when you put your face in the deep fryer, that's, that, that's, 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 like, that's going to end your... That's like animated stuff you see on Simpsons. Or yeah. Put someone's head in the deep fryer. Comes out with little french fries on it. It's <laughs> a charming way to, wrap, to move that's, on from that story. That's how I see someone's head is, is all through animation. Is I've seen that gag a hundred times. <laughs> it's time for another edition of Learning New Things About Dean. I like that. I like, <laughs> you know, there's something kind of romantic about an animating a reaction to everything. I like it. Want one more? Yeah, sure. You do one more, I'll do one more. First, there was Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Now get ready for Steamboat Willie. The 19th- Blood and Honey. I forgot about Blood and Honey. <laughs> That's a nice callback, Dean. <laughs> the 1928 version of Mickey Mouse has entered public domain, and they've already started making a horror film out of it. Um, jo- I saw John Oliver is, like, openly daring them to sue. Like, he's taking the old Mickey Mouse and, like, made a furry out of it and <laughs> making it do all kinds, like, making it curse, making it do drugs. Well, they didn't call him Mickey Mouse then. It was the still Steamboat Willie. Steamboat Willie, I think. Mickey yeah, Mouse, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be a hard I believe out uh, Disney Plus <laughs> in being real hard. It's not it's gonna be a tough ass year for Disney. I don't know anything about stocks, but what is I want to know the Disney. I believe it's gonna be a hard year for the Disney stock. They've been losing money for the last two three years. Now. I don't think it's gonna get better. No, because the internet is gonna have. It's time with Mickey Mouse in 2024, <laughs> unless a judge says otherwise. And I don't think you can stop it, really. And you just, I think it's like, it's like when there was a grass fire back home, you would often just let it burn itself out because that was how no one was going to get hurt. Right. And it was going to be over the fastest. Mickey Mouse is going to have a grass <laughs> fire year. And if you don't know what I mean by any of that, just wait. And you're going to see something on your TikTok or your Instagram, and you're going to be like, oh, that's what he meant. <laughs> I want to see it, by the way. I have a news story. Did you see that lady that got in trouble because she was trying to, like, she's one of these influencers, you know. She was trying to go to the gym, with, but instead of wearing gym clothes, you know, during the rally, you see them women paint on mm-hmm. their outfits. You paint, you can, these what artists are yeah. so good. You can paint on tops and bottoms to make it look clothes, but in fact, you're not. Right. And she got in trouble, and she was, and her first response was like, oh. and then everyone was like, no, this isn't about your sexuality. It's that your butthole's on the bench. Gross. <laughs> and Full of paint. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, okay. There's my news. That would sweat off, I would think. You'd think. You have to lacquer Although, that afterwards. I don't know. You see them, you see them chicks at the rally do That's it. Fair, that thing yeah. stays on for like three, four days before it starts flaking off a little. Imagine that day after a rally finishes their back home trying to wash that off. I mean, I used to uh, paint my – I was the time in college where I would paint myself green. 
for our football team, you know, drunk on a Saturday football game. Well, what you, kind of paint do you use when you paint yourself green? Like, like we used, well, I, uh, here. I'm generally asking, like, I've listen, seen people do that. I don't know. Not what I'm sure we use, which was like green school tempera paint. That's not supposed to go on, on your, your body. body. Okay. No, that, that has a, that has what I now know as a drying effect. <laughs> but yeah, you don't know, there's pictures of me. When I was All in green. Yeah, skinny enough to not care of that I'm not wearing Shirtless clothes. and green like yeah, the Hulk? Sh- like in, not the Hulk. <laughs> not the Hulk. You're the Trust Bruce Banner version that was just green? Not even a Wish version. It was... <laughs> and you couldn't do it solo. You were safety in a group and something like that. Did you spell out the... No. Okay. No, no. Just green. Just yeah. drunk and green. Gold wigs. Sunglasses, I think. Yeah. That sounds You know, great. it was so cool. You'd wake up, and so our dorm, all-male dorm, was right above the football field. And so you'd stumble out of your Friday clothes, <laughs> and the, and they would do dollar whoppers. Ooh. Oh, dude. I should have went to college. <laughs> it was, you, you'd get in line, and you'd just do dollar, you'd just eat dollar whoppers. You'd just get a dollar whopper, get back in line, mm-hmm. and have it finished before you get back up. And you'd, like... Dollar Whoppers, man. Oh, you yeah. eat five, six Whoppers on a Saturday. You're good till like Monday in college, right? <laughs> Outside of the drinking, you know? <laughs> and then one more like later snack Whopper. Yeah. So drunk you can appreciate sober you. And then drunk you leaves sober you a glass of water. And there's a nice little system going on. <laughs> college, man. Little note. Hey, sober you. Enjoy this Whopper. Yes. <laughs> Dude, you get home later because you're painted green still, and now you're day drunk tired, which at 20 or whatever, at 19, you don't get day drunk tired till like 11, and you get back to your dorm and sneak past whatever. You know what I mean? You didn't wash your sheets in college either, so you just had green you paint on everything. Wash your sheets. Get out of here. <laughs> How, what, why would you do that? No. Gross. <laughs> oh, that's disgusting. Why is your sheets green? A football game. You'd hope it's football. <laughs> oh, I got tricked by my first deep fake. Really? I caught me. I'm sure it's not the first time, but the first time I noticed it. Because okay, you know how hard it is for me to give Donald Trump a fucking compliment. You know, you have been on this show for okay. a year now. You are you are aware of my position, aren't you? You saw something you liked from him then? Not something I liked, but a fun... It's more me complimenting his joke writer than, than him gotcha. himself. You see, you know this Panera lemonade? Yeah. And you know that it's like killing people because it's, like it's got way too much caffeine in too it? Too much caffeine. And so, like, it turns out none of this is real, so I feel like a dope. But, like, it was so funny. It, I had thought Donald Trump, you know, because he's Trump, because this is something he would do. It's like, you know, when I was president, the lemonade didn't kill you. And then the line was something like, when when you give Joe Biden lemonade or lemons, he kills you with them. It was so fucking funny. It turned out it wasn't real, which is super unfortunate because it was just a good line. Lemonade didn't kill you. Lemonade was just delicious. And now you now you die. <laughs> well, I can't <coughs> can't do the Trump voice. That was pretty good. <clears throat> um, all right, okay, that's probably good enough. I'm gonna. I tried to do an episode last week. I almost got one. Reco- I got a chunk of one recorded. Um, my buddy Jake, who hosts the, mm-hmm. so I pro. You're, it's just gonna sound crazy, but there's another podcast we do that is the most professional boring ass podcast you've ever heard called dakota town hall which is all about south Dakota politics which is not necessarily i mean sometimes it's funny but like it's mostly it's dry it's dry like lord mountbatten dry politics yeah yeah but you know if we're on vacation or i'm on the road once in a while i'll have him do the news and we almost got to it but we started talking we got distracted by uh do you remember larry senator larry craig larry craig yeah you know you know the story what's the story i'm brain farting let me now. give you a hint i'm tapping my foot Oh yeah, in the bathroom. There you the, go. Yeah. So we stumbled upon. Like, I'll just. I'm just. Let me just put that in this episode. We'll play that there. Okay. So it was almost. I'll, it was. I remember it being a little funny. So I'll, here's me and Jake from last week. So I don't have to post two things. <laughs> Sounds good. And uh, happy New Year. Uh it's Jake right. Schoenbeck. It is December 28th, almost the end of year. Uh, we're doing the Book of Murdoch podcast. Dude, I gotta quit eating. Like, I got one pair of dress pants looking at me every time I come home, and I'm just eating mm-hmm. like I'm like they just pulled me off the fucking Tom Hanks raft, you know? 
you think about taking them in and get them, you know, resized, you know, or is that just out of the question? No way. Won't do that. It's just time to buckle in. You know I did That's, it. Is that admitting defeat or what? <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to lose. Fuck that. I got uh, <laughs> I got uh, a gift card to, for a suit store because, you, you know, I got to dress up because I'm yeah. hanging out with you people more. Yeah. And, like, I ain't going to buy fatter suits. Absolutely not. Dug me right, got me, slapped me right in the face. It was like that scene in The Godfather. You can act like a man. Don't buy fatter suits. <laughs> <laughs> That's just not like weird. Suits as it goes up, not because you're like growing up as an adult, but because you're just getting bigger. Dude, that's, that's not fun. One of the greatest feelings I've ever had as a just a grown ass adult is when I went to like get my new driver's license and my weight was lower than the previous weight which hadn't happened in a considerably long time that was that was a real shining moment and that's how that's what adulthood is everybody welcome to it just the happiest man in the dmv right <laughs> i was i was pleasant they were pleasant to me i quite enjoyed my experience <laughs> they didn't go is that really your way <laughs> <clears throat> i don't um i tend to not be bothered in the airports Planes, DMV, you know, I thrive in these situations a little. Everybody's mad. You'd be real complimentary. It's not that hard to get what you want when you're dripping in privilege. Hard you. <laughs> I love airports. I'm a huge airport fan, per, uh, fan personally. I love hanging out on them. I'm looking. That's where I get free drinks. You get free drinks? Bars, Jesus. How do you get free just just uh i strike up conversations at bars and airports and like multiple times they just, it's just with like this is gonna sound like the gay thing it's not it's just like you know, with, like older guys this is and a gay like, thing start talking this we start talking for like an hour it sounds like, like a right, gay you. thing it's like you have a great day and i'm like you too you're like, I got so well quaffed and handsome i bet at least 30 percent of these dudes are like is this young buck making a pass at me do i still got it I've not been invited into the uh, bathroom for the foot tapping yet. That's not that God. occurred. Who was that senator? You remember that? Was that a dude was, from Minnesota? Wasn't it? It wasn't. Oh, I was thinking Anthony Weiner, but no, he just put his stick on the head. internet. Foot tapping senator. Was it a senator? It was definitely Larry Craig. He was a Larry Republican Craig. senator from Idaho. Ooh, I get half point because Minneapolis St. Paul was the airport. It was the airport. Mm-hmm. You're correct there. Yeah, it was that airport. 2007. Nice airport. Um, yeah, I can. I I, rem- <laughs> I remember I was doing. I can't remember if I was doing morning radio because things had fallen apart, or if I was still doing morning radio because things hadn't. I think I was still doing morning radio because I still was young enough to do eight jobs at once. Sure. And uh, I remember getting quite a number of bits out of this story. We had that, like, we had, I remember, God, this is embarrassing. I remember we turned this story into a bit where we tried to have a contest to see whose bathroom was the most fuckable. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's pretty it's good. Pretty bit. good. Pretty good bit, right? Remember when we were at, we were at that, uh, that weed uh, signing event, and I'm like, dude, go look at the bathroom. That is, that is a very sexy bathroom. It is. It is. That uh, axes and ales in Sioux Falls. Not that you should take any, you know, you do what you want in the bathrooms, but that's a having sex in bathrooms. That's a young person's game. It's definitely a young. Person's that ship game, has sailed yeah. for me by quite quite a number of years. <laughs> you maybe could get like once a year drunk enough to do it. You ain't thirty yet. Oh, I I would feel. I wake up the next morning and go, ooh, ooh. Yeah, uh, you probably can't. Ooh. Given your line. Yeah. <laughs> you probably you probably don't get to enjoy the public sex monikers that the rest of us get to do in the youth. The absolute heart sweats I wake up with the next morning. Oh, just my like, God. At the next morning, the next evening. And if that's that when it really sets in. Got out on the evening. Internet. I oh, mean, no. you know, this is what Larry Craig had to deal with. He was tip-tapping yeah. in the tip-tapping in the. <laughs> Let's see. How did it work? He'd sit in the bathroom stall and then, like. Would it be like the old days where you know you put your you you put your you hide in the shopping bags? So one guy puts his feet in the shopping bags, and then it don't look like nothing. I thought he was like it was like uh, he tapped the feet of the guy next to him. Yeah, and that was like a, a hey hey, and and yeah, you hey, know, hey. and it's then like, hey, we here for the same thing. Let's see, 
Craig plead guilty to misdemeanor of disorderly contact. Speaking of dripping in privilege, to the Hennepin <laughs> District Court, paid five hundred and seventy-five bucks, including fines and fees, and then you know, why? Why? It's a very dumb question. Why is that necessarily illegal? I mean, because of the. Well, I mean, he was soliciting sex in a public space. I'm pretty sure that's part of it. Oh. Oh, he was like, oh, I didn't realize he was like paying. You know what I mean? I thought it was just like a meetup. And then I remember, you know what, you know what did him in on this is his ex- <laughs> his excuse, his original excuse. Remember, was he had a wide stance, and I guess oh, I accidentally, yes. I accidentally, you know, propositioned it. To, I accidentally put my feet wide, and then this guy started giving me an old fashioned. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, bruised that guy's toe. Oh God, what uh, what do you think happened to him? Oh, I mean, let's see. It's Minnesota, I feel. There's no way it was, uh, Idaho. Indiana, it's, uh, you can go I, back to Idaho. Idaho and be a weirdo and still do okay, I think. Mm, I, that's. I feel like 2007 Idaho was not very receptive of that. Probably I mean, you think about not. like. Yeah, I imagine it was not a great time. They had to demolish that stall. God, I bet that got. I bet it got yeah, real I famous. I bet that was the stall to have sex in after that story broke. Especially in Minneapolis, it's become like a. I know, know, in Minneapolis. (laughs) Minneapolis doesn't have a lot of stuff, you know? No. Oh, God. Even the Spamalot dudes made a song. They made a wide stance song. That thing was everywhere. (laughs) I don't know. I want to know what happened to him afterwards. Did he just get. Maybe he just went back to. I don't know. It doesn't say. He had to. What's his name? Larry Craig. He had to. he had to uh, pay the Ooh, FEC back two hundred grand. Is he is he scary looking? I mean, yeah, I mean that. You know, I'm looking at his uh, official senate. His official senate portrait does look excited. If there was like, that's the smile he gets when a wide stance fella <laughs> sits next to him. You know, oh poor guy. No, See, it's I, none of this is it, fair. He should be able to blow all the dudes you want and be in the senate. Couldn't his, quite his do that. Wikipedia just kind of ends after that. Not a lot going on. He didn't that. die or anything, did he? Larry Craig scandal. You know what's oh, wait, you know what's oh, unfortunate is he has Wikipedia. His only thing about him on Wikipedia is the Larry Craig. Like he doesn't have his own page. He no, just, he does. I just found it. Oh, he, he does. does? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna see what's okay. going here. That's un- that's damn it. That'd have been funny. Oh Post shit! Senate, after his retirement. Craig opened a consulting firm, uh, <laughs> New West Strategies, with his former chief of staff, Mike Ware, focusing on energy issues. Oh, uh, he just took some money. I suppose, right? Room. Like, that's yeah. still a good gig if, like, you get shamed into the public, but you can still do some private good. One of these energy schmucks will just pay you enough to keep you in the gig. The, okay, the store, the bathroom stall was next to, was a shoe shine place. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Which is... Which is I think I remember stuffed up while it's happening. I remember getting a complaint because we were trying to get one of the like shoe shine guys on the air for an interview and like you know, we were competing with CBS this morning. Yeah. Right? X Rock Morningwood was <laughs> wasn't gonna get <laughs> the scoop of it all, but we thought because we were us we would like well, you never know, you know. That was the name of your show. X Rock Dude. You know how embarrassing this is? Dude. So, like, okay. There was, they wanted to start a new thing. And, like, I remember at the time being like, perfect. It's Murdoch in the morning. You're with Murdoch, whatever. Put Murdoch in it, and I'm fine. And they were like, "Mm, not yet. (laughs) Which was probably fair. And so I I hated this idea. It wasn't even my idea. It was, I think, maybe Jim's. Jim, this dude named Jim Callis, he's like, let's call it X Rock Morningwood or the morn or the X Rock Morningwood show. And I'm like, what if it's just Morningwood, which I still hated, but <laughs> it's so you know what I mean. It's so obvious of what it is. Oh. You know, it's yeah, the perfect show name for male driven morning. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's still called that to this day. There's still bits they're doing that like have been there since the jump. I was listening to your show from you know, last week or the week before, and I want to I want to see that video or the the sound of the cassette you have of you doing that. Hi thing. everybody, it's Murdoch. I'm so happy. I'm so excited I, to be here. I want to see it so bad. I found an old. I used to do like fake fake. Oh, this is gonna make me want to vomit telling this story. I, I'll bring some audio in eventually. Um, I, 
I, I remember I, for a while I was trying to do like fake phoner bits so I could practice my audio chops. And I'm like, these dumb Morningwood listeners ain't going to know. This is before Morningwood, I guess. This is still like college radio days. I have my friends like play bit parts where like they were getting caught cheating on each other and stuff. And I'm just like playing the surprised jock. You know what I mean? And it's so fucking bad. It's so bad. Also, like, I remember we were always, um, do you, have you seen the show that you're so young? Do you ever watch the Sopranos? Uh, I never watched it. Okay. I never, I did go back and watch that one. There's a character in there named Ralphie who always said the term whore funny. And in 2000, whenever this was two, you could still call somebody a whore and it wasn't, you know, didn't have the 19 connotations. Is this like the really deep? Yeah. And like everybody was saying it, even though none of yeah. us were from Jersey. God, it was so bad. There's some bad, bad bits, man. Bro, that's how you get to the good bits. My favorite, it's not good radio, but my all-time favorite bit to do, and it's it's ripped off from a show called Don and Mike, is when we would have, it's called uh, Honk for Cash. And you would you would park your you had to time it right. It would never work. It would never work. And the bit of it all would be me just kind of coming unglued at these dipshits not being able to figure it out. So that was kind of the <laughs> bit, right? But anyways, when they would pull it off, it was brilliant. You would get in front of a left turn lane, and then you when it, and then you would tell us when it was about to turn green, and then you would roll your window down, and we would pay you how many a buck a honk. Mm-hmm. And, and it was, if you could, like, it train wreck and train wreck and train wreck. And then we'd do the bit for three hours. We wouldn't do anything else. We would just like, all right, who's up? And finally, one guy would land it. And then, like, mechanics were starting to figure out the bit where they could, like, honk in the shop. And so we had to start to pick up the face. It was such a wonderful bit. But it was it was directly ripped off from, from an old show in D.C. called Don and Mike. That's a pretty good one, though. I mean, it's entertaining. Oh, it was so much fun. God, I could, dude, I'd do it tomorrow if I could. It, it, it's like <laughs> my favorite gig. Do you do much radio anymore, or is it like, like actual, like, no? I mean, us as a company, we do at Home Slice. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know. The inter- I might cut this out because I don't know if that's interesting. But, like, oh, yeah, man, radio's, radio's interest is hard to get, you know what I mean? Especially to, like, your demo. It's hard for me to think you're going to be like, fucking radio. He's right. That's- you know what I mean? Like, you just won't, you can't identify it with it because you weren't raised with it like I was. I mean, I listened to it on my way into high school. Yeah, your connection to it is a little different right? is all. But, like, I'm probably the last of them because, like, after me, it's everyone had Spotify, all your cars. Sure. Have, like, I mean, that's always kind of. Whatever. So there's two things that are interesting. There's always kind of been that demo that jumps to the thing. High household income people and, like, tech forward people, especially young dudes, they usually buy the things first, try the things first, right? And so, like, I'm like that. I've got a Spotify. I had CDs. I had MP3s. I had. I go back to early cassettes. I mean, not really, but kind of. You know what I mean? I have more CDs and cassettes. So, like, that demo always listened to something else. The the trick of it all is two things. You can't. You got to sell it differently. Like, it's it's not. It doesn't. There's a lot of these. A lot of the industry still kind of sells it like they did in the early or mid 2000s, where it's like, ha we're the thing it's part of the thing it's not the whole thing it it got two things kind of happened it got boring you know what i mean like radio as an entity kind of lost its way while it was um investor owned well the morning like radio guy kind of became a little bit old hack right hack it just didn't all it needed to do was evolve you know it's so hindsight's only hindsight when you're fucking looking back at it right but like that is why it's called hindsight that's why it's hindsight but like um if it would have adapted to the internet sooner Mm. it might not have had to fake the funk as much right like sure radio appearances for example used to be a great big deal for a lot of different reasons and then and then what what's what was misdescribed as the internet took it is more actually described as the internet took the interesting people and radio uh. didn't keep up paying the interesting people because they didn't know how to make money off the new thing, which I totally understand. I'm sure I'd have done the same shit in their shoes, right? And so, like, podcasts should have been radio's birthright, but they kind of fucked it up for a while. Well, because radio likes likes it live. I mean, that's kind of like, like back in the day, it was like, you got to do it live, right? Like yeah. It's a pre-recorded it, thing. But what, and then kind of like, you know, you know how older millennials – 
or like the original Tea Party people had a mission and then it gets co-opted by shitbags like lazy millennials yeah. and stuff like that. Uh, work-life balance is not, you know what I mean? Radio's mm. version of that is live and local. And, and like all that really meant was some boring dude was sitting in a studio by himself just voice tracking pre-recorded shifts. And it does, it's, it's certainly local, but it's boring as shit. Mm-hmm. You got to connect to the community you're in across all of the medias that are available, including radio, social media, et cetera. That fixes everything. If you're really good at that and you're not boring as fuck, then the money kind of shows up. It's time for the credits. I need to cut some credits. The Book of Murdoch. This has been a Home Slice audio production. This particular credits was recorded in Studio 2A, Executive producer is Mark. <laughs> He's in my cell phone is Mark fucking Houston. <laughs> Executive producer is Mark Houston. Engineering, Chris Jaquez. I think it's Jaquez. I call him Jaquez. And he is certainly the smartest man at Home Slice when it comes to technical abilities. I'm Murdoch. I wrote this uh, photo and videography by Russ Danger Haddon. And all graphic design done by our chief brand officer, Robert Tiberius Henry. See more shows at homesliceaudio.com or check out the homeslicegroup.com. Thanks for listening. Give this a like or a share, and you have a great day. Mark has to listen to this, and he's going to be so annoyed, and that tickles my fancy. (laughs) So leave this goddamn piece in.